We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. He was willing to please me more. He was willing to give me more love. I mean, the man is so devoted to me now, and it just feels so different from where we started. I didn't want that with him because what was happening, and I didn't realize it, was that I was so masculine with my energy that I was attracting a man who wants a masculine female. And that's not what I want, ultimately. Like, that's not my homeostatic base. Be open and playful about it too, you know? We, we, we get too serious sometimes with it when it comes to sex. So it's like, just be playful. It's very important to ask for what you desire, what you want in a bedroom. I mean, it's key. You, you want to be able to voice out your needs. A good man, what he wants is just to make you happy. That's it. That's his big goal in life. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. Happy Saturday, you guys. I have a great guest today. I'm so excited to dig into this conversation with her. Lillian is a dating and relationship coach who specializes in feminine energy. She helps single women feel confident, sexy, and desired through their dating journey. In her program, she guides her clients through a transformative process to heal what blocks them from having true love and intimacy. Lillian, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. Oh, hello. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited for this episode. (laughs) I know. I can't wait. Okay. So, but before we jump in, I just like to get my audience kind of familiar with you. So can you tell me a little bit about your backstory, you know, your personal journey and what led you to want to help women with the dating dance? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it definitely was my own struggles, my own challenges that made me realize, hey, there is something here. Seeing my other friends, some of them just attracting wonderful men, being in wonderful, fulfilling relationships, and finding myself at 30 years old, not being able to do that for for me. And so I'm like, there is something here that I'm not getting. So in my search, I found I stumbled upon feminine energy. And I realized that a lot of the things that were taught in feminine energy were so different from what I learned, how I was taught with my mom, who was a single mother. So she was very much in her masculine energy. And so that kind of was passed on to me thinking like, this is how you should be, right? This is what a woman feels like. And so doing the tools, finding out all this new information for me, I started just using it myself. And I started seeing the results with men. I started seeing how I was more magnetic. I was attracting different types of men. And the men were, you know, the interactions were different, how relating to them was different. 
And then I'm like, more women need to hear this. <laughs> more women need to know out there that this exists and that is in all of us and that is a wonderful energy to be in and that is within us. And it's so natural to be in this beautiful energy that I feel like it's not just for you know finding a man and having that wonderful relationship, but everything else in your life as well. Yes. Now I see that's, I'm totally with you. That's why when I, you know, when I read your stuff on your website and you, you know, you're talking about the feminine energy, I am so, I talk about that all the time on my show and just how women were relating to men and sort of how I've seen things change over time. You know, like, I think if you look at probably your grandparents' generation and my grandparents' generation, it was a different thing. And while I think the feminist movement is great, I kind of think it's you know, messed us up in a lot of ways and confused us. And we need people like yourself who are, and myself, you know, who are really advocating that it's okay. It doesn't make you weak. You know, it's okay to be and embrace your feminine energy. It's a gift and we need to be able to tap into it more. Can you share with me just like maybe a moment when you realize the importance of embracing your feminine energy and why it's so important? And do you feel you know, what do you see going on out there with other women? Do you feel we've lost this? Yeah, absolutely. So I think the moment that I realized, you know, the difference that I was making was with my now husband, where I was, whenever I was in a conflict or something, and you know, something with him that wasn't uh, feeling so great, right, in my body, the only way I knew how to express my feelings was through being aggressive or being more, you know, I was like, in your face, I'm going to tell you how it is type of thing. And a lot of us make this mistake because we don't know any better. That is something that I want all you ladies to understand is like, we just don't know any better. Once you figure it out that there is a better way to connect with your partner, with your man, then you're going to start seeing the results. So as I was doing my feminine energy work and I was using the tools, I started being more in my feminine energy and I started seeing my husband be different with me. There were changes in him. He was more willing to do more of the things that I wanted. He was willing to please me more. He was willing to give me more love. I mean, the man is so devoted to me now and it just feels so different from where we started. And so I feel like this is something that I see in a lot of women that I coach myself or on my audience online, where we just don't know that we can be different. We can relate to men differently. And the results that we'll get with men will be incredible, amazing. It's like magic, I find. I'm with you. I'm with you. No, I'm in this. We are in the same boat. And it's interesting how. What I didn't realize myself was, you know, because I was out there in the workforce and working with mostly men. And so I would take on that energy because in order to kind of lead these men in a workplace environment, I had to be very aggressive. And to get the results that I wanted, I had to be very aggressive. And so I just sort of started adopting that. And then you forget, you know, that this is sort of, in a love match or in a romantic match, this is kind of repelling to men. <laughs> so, you know, you, you know, and I'm like, what's going on here? You know, like, what, what, what's, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. And it's something that you just sort of slowly develop over time. And it's more, I guess, you know, that quote, the modern woman 
she's very much in that without really kind of realizing like there is a time and a place for that, but you have to understand about maybe taking that armor off and letting those walls down and kind of exhaling and then letting, letting your man be the man. And it's so much better. God, cause it's exhausting. Yes. It is so exhausting. It? <laughs> it is so exhausting. Isn't Trying it? to wear the pants in a relationship is exhausting, ladies. Let's put on our beautiful dresses <laughs> and let's enjoy the relationship, how it's meant to be, how it's meant to be enjoyed. And this is what I have now with my husband. And, and this is what my clients have been able to do. Um, now, I have one client that she was just sending me her beautiful, she's like the pictures of her beautiful wedding dress. And she's so excited. She's like, my gosh, finally, I got to this point in my life where, you know, I am in such a beautiful relationship because I learned all of these tools. Yeah, yeah. And so how did your journey of self-discovery and self-love uh, sort of transform your relationship or your approach to your relationship do you remember kind of like was there like a definitive moment where the light bulb went off you're like this isn't working or I got to do something different or what was that like yeah so what happened was I was with my ex I realized I learned so many lessons with that relationship because I realized that I wasn't loving myself I wasn't giving myself the priority. I wasn't putting myself first in that relationship. I was always putting him first. So there was a lot of uh, me giving in and giving to this man. And so pieces of me, I felt were taken away. I was allowing that to happen. And a lot of us do this, right, in relationships, because in the name of love, we will do a lot of things and we sacrifice ourselves, right? <laughs> and we don't need to. But this is what I believe. This is what I was taught. And so... I did a lot of giving and I lost myself in that relationship. So when I left that relationship, I realized, gosh, I need to love myself more. I need to really take care of me. And it doesn't like, you know, I, I had to really love myself and really see my, my self-worth and know that even though this man didn't want to be in a relationship with me or we weren't a match, it didn't mean that I wasn't lovable. That was one of the biggest things in like, you know, the, the narrative that I had. It was like, if this man didn't love me, then I was not lovable. That was my narrative. That was my story. So I came to terms with that in like, wait a minute, that's not true. Just because this person is not in alignment with what I want or he's not the, the person for me, doesn't mean that I'm not lovable. And I just need to really pour love into myself and see my value for the woman that I am. And doing so, made me a, a completely different person. <laughs> Someone who was more, you know, that's going to attract the type of men that I wanted. Yeah. For me, it was kind of realizing like, well, I guess my sort of belief as I had come to, you know, what I came up with in my head was, you know, I, I was having all these relationships with really great guys and they wanted to move it to marriage and more serious but I didn't want that with them because what was happening and I didn't realize it was that I was so masculine with my energy that I was attracting a man who wants a masculine female. And that's not what I want. Ultimately, like that's not my homeostatic base. My homeostatic base is to be in my feminine energy. I want to be the girl in the relationship. I want him to be the man, which really means I want him to lead. I'm okay with that. You know, that doesn't, I, I don't feel, I don't feel weak at all with that. You know, I'm like, I know I can go out there and 
you know, in the business world and kill it. But at home with a partner, I'm okay with him leading. And that's where I feel the best and I feel safest and most protected. And those are really valuable things to women. But I didn't understand at the time that I was just drawing to me the wrong guy. And so my conclusion through all of that was, I honestly thought I just don't have a deep end in my pool. You know, I kind of thought, well, maybe I just, this guy really loves me, but I don't, I know I don't love him the same way he loves me. And there must be something wrong with me. And I just had that belief for a long time, you know, just thinking, well, it's just, it's just me, I guess. I'm not, I'm not very deep. I don't feel things the way other people do. And I don't know why, but that wasn't, that wasn't actually accurate. Actually I do, you know, and once I shifted it, got that energy right, my female energy and really just allowed, you know, my walls to come down and just let that run free. It changed everything. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. And I just feel like a lot of women, they're just kind of confused because they're like, well, I feel like I'm doing everything right. I'm supposed to be a boss babe. I'm supposed to be a... You know, and all this. And But... You know, it's like I was saying, like, I feel like what we kind of got sold a bill of goods a little bit because in doing all this, what we didn't realize is, you know, men don't really care about that stuff. <laughs> no, men don't care. I mean, they, they love that you're doing your thing. They want you to go do your thing. My, my husband supports me a hundred percent, but in the relationship, he doesn't care about that. And he no. just wants me, the woman yes. that's in me. That's it. And I love that what you brought up here with the whole, you know, realizing that you were attracting these feminine energy men. And I invite all women out there, our listeners here, to choose and experiment, right? If she is in her masculine energy, experiment, see how it feels to be in your feminine and see if that feels more true to you. And if it doesn't, then you probably more, you want to be in your masculine and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be in your masculine and you definitely need to be in your masculine in certain things, right? Like work, we definitely need to like <laughs> get stuff done. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like, again, you know, I, I feel like, you know, you kind of hit the nail on the head. Like, yeah, some women, I know women who are, they're definitely the leader in their relationship and that works. That works, you know, and they have wonderful relationships and you know, wonderful marriages. But what I was so confused about was just like, gosh, why am I not? I, I've got this slew of great guys, you know, and I just can't pull the trigger because something's off. And you start to feel like as a woman, you're just like, well, it's just me. I'm just weird. I don't, you know, I can't make it happen. And I think that's not true. I just think that there's some women that really need to understand that, hey, you need that feminine energy. You need to really get in touch with this. What do you think the biggest challenges are for, you know, even for you and then maybe for some of your clients that you've faced while learning to love and value yourself? So for me, I felt that, you know, my voice was something that I, I felt wasn't really 
I couldn't express some of my needs. You know, that was really hard for me asking for what I want. And I find that a lot of my clients have that same challenge where we have a hard time asking for what we want. And that is very feminine asking for a man to, for your needs and desires to be met, right? And allowing the man to show you if he is willing to do it and if he's not willing to do it. And this is why why it's so important to date because you get to observe, you get to really see this man for who he is, and then you get to decide whether this man is for you or not. Without expectations and without the blaming, without the criticizing, but just observing, is this the right man for me? And that has been a big thing for me in terms of like speaking up for myself and asking for what I want rather than tolerating the behavior or certain things that I was just not happy with. Yeah. So let's jump into kind of one of the biggest focuses of my show is about sexuality and how important is when you were talking about just asking for what you want and that confidence, I find that this is such a hard thing for women sexually. How important do you believe sex is to relationships? And do you feel that this aspect when women are qualifying a man gets overlooked? Oh, absolutely. It's a big part of our relationship, right? It is a big part of our relationship. And really sex, I find that it's a healthy thing to have as human beings. We need to have that. And so it is really important for us to be have these conversations, open and honest conversations with our partners in terms of what you know sex really means to them or how they like it how you like it and be open and playful about it too you know we we, we get too serious sometimes with it when it comes to sex so it's like just be playful I have found myself with my husband that you know when I am being playful with him then it just like spices things up you know we can laugh a little giggle a little bit even during intercourse when there's like little things that happened you know the pillow just went too far over there and i'm like you know yeah, just right, like, right. let's just have fun with it let's enjoy it and also yeah it's very important to ask for what you desire what you want in the bedroom i mean it's key you you want to be able to voice out your needs yeah and have open communication. I find that's probably one of the biggest stumbling blocks for women. And a lot of men listen to my show. And the number one thing I hear is, you know, just at some point, a woman will just decide the sex is over. Like it's done, you know, whatever we've had kids, we've, we've been together and they just, they don't have the desire. They don't want to do that anymore. And I feel that, gosh, it's so sad for both people really, because well, first of all, you know, you need that, that intimacy and that connection that you can have, you know, when you're partnering with someone and facing the world together. And that just builds such an incredible bond. And men can't get the same, they can't get that intimacy anywhere else. You know, women will, on some levels, you know, we, we, we will have deep conversations with our girlfriends and there's, you know, it's not physical intimacy, but we, sh- we have emotional connections and intimacy and bonds with our girlfriends. And men don't really have that with other men a lot of times. Sometimes they do, but it's, it's rare. It's more rare. And so the man is really, really depending on you for that. And so when this gets, you know, shut off or you weren't communicating with him your needs, it's just a recipe for disaster. 
And, you know, and you're really kind of starving your partner for the affection and love and connection that they so desperately want from you. And so, you know, are you kind of coaching women through this? Is that part of what you do as well? Yeah. So most of the women that come to me are very much in the early stages of dating or very early stages of in a relationship. So there's not a lot of the marriage of years of being with a partner. But I, what I will say about this is that what I've noticed in myself and some of my other clients is that we can turn ourselves on and we can turn ourselves off. We have that power. We're so powerful. We are such powerful beings. So we have chosen in this to shut down, but we can choose to turn ourselves on, right? And by choosing to turn ourselves on, we can actually do that just by ourselves in the beginning and then see if we can invite our partner to have that with us, right? And it can be like a slow little dance that turns you on. Because I find that a lot of times the reason why women shut down is because they're not being touched the way they want to be touched. The man is not taking the time to really warm her up. You know, she's like an oven. You have to, you know, preheat her, let her get to that level. And also you have to think of how women get turned on. You know, like men are from the inside out, right? Like you touch the penis and that's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything lights up, right? Like a Christmas tree. (laughs) But a woman is different. A woman is from the outside in. So start with, you know, touching her, her hands softly, like kissing her, like use different ways of getting her turned on. And you'll see the difference, right? Of just a slow process. But she definitely needs to work on on opening herself up in that way and not forcing it but just really enjoying the touch and it doesn't have to end in intercourse it can be something just just for the two of you to really get to that level and I want to give you something else here because I think it's really important there's actually a tool that I use with my clients and it's it's, maybe you've heard of it is eye gazing I've heard of it but let's I want to hear your version Yeah. So what you want to do with your partner, if you are in a relationship and things are not getting spicy anymore and you want to spice things up in a very loving and intimate way, what you do is you sit down with him, right? And you you can like sit it on the bed if you want or on the couch, wherever you you feel comfortable and you look at each other and you don't, you it's not a stare, it's a soft, soft look. Right. And it doesn't mean that you're going to be looking at his eyes. You could be looking at, you know, part of him, but really Take him in and allow him to do the same with you. You can go a step even further with your breathing where you can connect the breathing can be the same. So synchronize it, the breathing, and you will see wonders. I've done this with my husband (laughs) and at the end, we are ready to go. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. No, that is great. I mean, uh, yeah, I just feel that I, I love what you said about being playful. I always tell people, stay curious. You know, like really stay curious and playful and engaging with your partner because it should be fun and it should be exciting and it shouldn't be that you're doing out of obligation, something you're doing out of obligation, you know, that this is really bonding and it's important. And especially for men, I think women, we could get, we, we could probably go without it well before they could. And so it's important to know just what your partner needs as well. And then also being able to convey obviously what you need from that too. I want to know how, like, how are you helping women unlock their inner goddess and attract, you know, the love that they really want? Yeah. So this is basically getting in tune with themselves, getting in touch with their feminine energy, as well as 
falling in love with themselves, right? Because when you fall in love with yourself, then it's so easy for others to do the same. And this is exactly what I did when I, when my relationship, my past relationship ended, I took about a year to get over that relationship. And after that year, I realized that, you know, I was making this man my son and I was revolving around him. So I said to myself, no more. I'm going to make myself the sun and everything else is going to revolve around me. And so I started making changes in my life and I started, you know, I went back to school. I changed my apartment, something that I really wanted to do. I started taking salsa lessons and this is how I met my husband. And it it was so much fun just doing all those things that I, you know, we put ourselves in boxes, right? We put ourselves in boxes and we're like, oh no, I'm not that type of girl. Oh no, I don't do that stuff. And I'm like, no more. I'm going to go out and experiment and stay curious, like you're saying, and go out there and see what the world has to offer me. And so that way I stayed open to all the possibilities, right? And I had started attracting men. And wherever I went, my mantra has always been, you know, I attract high value men wherever I go. So, you know, just getting into that mindset, into that energy of I am the goddess, I attract men wherever I go. It's like that feeling of like you know Beyonce type of thing when you see Beyonce you know there's something in her energy right (laughs) yeah right right yes I like that you brought up the high value men I'm I'm just this is the sidebar I'm so curious what you think about the whole red pill movement you know I listen to a lot of that stuff I think I agree with some of what they're saying but I also what I tend to sort of disagree with is their doom and gloom projections of women who aren't 25 and married. And also that I feel like they dwell on the problem too much instead of like, okay, yes, I agree. There could be a problem. So how do we fix it? But I'm just curious, like, do you agree with the, you know, the red pillars? Are you familiar with that? Like what? I what's am not your... familiar with it. it. Okay. So basically it's about men saying that there's not enough high value women out there that they're all, you know, they, they all want to do the workforce and be in the workforce and be boss babes, that they are sort of, they've lost touch with their feminine energy and, they, and therefore they've lost track of what, and I'm, par- you know, I'm just paraphrasing this. They, they've lost track of what ultimately is attractive to a man because there's a lot of things that women who are in their masculine energy are, you know, they're, they're focused on achieving and business and men don't care about that from a female per se. Men don't want you to be a slacker, but they don't, you know, like women are like, well, I make this much a year and I'm a CEO. And the guys are like, well, great. But that's not really like, that's not on my top, on my top 10 things that I'm looking for in a, you know, in a wife and a partner. And like, that's not on there, you know? And so they're saying there's just a lot of women who have kind of like lost their way. But then they get a little more doom and gloom about it when they go on to say, you know, like you get past, you get in this danger zone, you get past like when you hit 30, it's almost like you're washed up, oh. you know, and, and I'm just like, I don't agree with that at all. Cause I'm, you know, I'm out there and there's plenty of guys that are seeking good quality women as well. And they're not just going, well, you're a has-been. <laughs> Yeah, it really sounds like maybe these men are seeing value in women only in the childbearing years, and that's what we're all good for. (laughs) And women, we have so much more value, and it doesn't have to be just the childbearing, (laughs) just to have children, right? So I find like, yeah, there there is some 
truth to what they're saying, but I would be cautious in the terms of like putting value, your value, it's, it's you, you decide what your value is at whatever age. And just because you're able to have a child or not, doesn't devalue you in any way. You're still a valuable human being that you can give a man your softness, your warmth, your companionship, your playfulness, your sensuality. I mean, we can go on and on and on with the list. You would provide a man and a high quality man, a high value man who is mature will see that and will value that. If this is a boy or a child, <laughs> then that is differently, right? He will know value. He, he won't see value in that. So it depends on the maturity of the man as well in who you're dating. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about, so, you know, as I was going through your website, you know, you're talking about how you're helping women unlock their inner goddess. Give us like three things that a woman can do just to start down that road. If she's like, I have no idea how to find my inner goddess right now. <laughs> what would you suggest? Yeah. Uh, for sure. So I think one of the biggest tips and the easiest one I can share with you here is to slow down, slow down in your day. Be very intentional with that. We have a huge to-do list sometimes, and we are like a chicken with no head running around, getting stuff done. And I know there's a lot to do. But being in that energy, in that mode all the time is not good for you. It's not healthy. And it's also not very feminine. If you want to start embodying that feminine energy, you want to be intentional with how you're going to be and in what energy you want to be in. Especially when you are, you know, around men, you want to have that beautiful energy in you. So slow down. That would be one. Another one that I would I would suggest, and it's also a very easy thing to do, is to be in nature. You know how healing nature is, how wonderful it is, and to really be present with nature. That's another thing where we go out and we are with our phones or we are with our earpods, <laughs> not fully being present in the moment with what's surrounding us. And I think that is something that we can all do and we can start embracing little by little. As you take these baby steps, you're going to start feeling more and more in your feminine. And I think those are easy to do. Yeah. So I know there's a lot of distractions that everybody's, you know, not men and women, but absolutely. I think when you kind of take the time, you slow down, you're observant, you're not checking voicemail, checking email, getting back to, you know, rolling through your apps or whatever. And you can just sort of be in the moment, you know, and when you practice that on your own, it's then you take that to someone else. And when you're just, when you can just be with them, it's totally a different experience. Like that's for me, kind of my barometer when I can just sit there and it doesn't matter what we're doing. It doesn't matter if we're grocery shopping doesn't matter if we're in waiting in line together. It's just like, yeah, I'm here with you. Like right now, there's all this stuff going on around around us, but being with that person and that energy exchange and the magnetism, you know, and not being distracted and being able to focus on each other is so fun. Oh gosh, yes it is. And we are we are doing it all wrong out there. I mean, I've gone with my husband for like we have a weekly date. So we still date. Uh we love to do that. That's our thing. And every time we go, 
I always see couples sitting there with their phones. And I'm like, how are you going to create a deep connection this way? There's no way. You have to keep your phones in your purse, in your pants. Turn it off. Leave it at home. Just really focus on the person that's in front of you. It's so important to do that. It's a gift that you're giving your your partner, your date, whoever you have in front of you. And really focusing on them. And being present in that moment is it's so key to have a healthy, happy relationship. Yeah. Oh God. Cannot agree more. Can you share maybe like a success story of someone that you've helped transform their love life? Yes, absolutely. I, I, I think I mentioned a little bit about her. So I have a couple at, on my website, but this is a very special uh, woman that I worked with about. We started working about a year ago. And when we started working, she had just left a seven-year relationship where the men wasn't interested in getting married. There were a lot of issues between them. And so she left the relationship. She was heartbroken, didn't know what to do, didn't know what was going to happen. And she you know, seek my advice. And we started working together. And through the work, you know, she started doing everything that I was teaching her, the online dating, going out there, circular dating, meeting different men. Anyway, a few months after she started working with me, she met this wonderful man. But she would, I, I taught her to do a circular dating, not to just focus on one, but just to be open to all. And as she kept dating him, he kept stepping up and he kept stepping up and he kept stepping up to the point that she's like, okay, I feel ready to be with this one man exclusively now. So we worked through all that. And then he proposed to her, I think it's like two months ago, uh, he proposed to her and now they're getting married in May next year. And she's just over the moon and she sends me pictures. She's, you know, she's still my client because she knows the value that is, you know, the support that's being provided to her. So she just continues to work with me because she's like, I couldn't do it on my own. There's so many different things that come in my mind and you know my my old patterns sometimes come back and she's like you are just able to just keep me on track i think that's important it's it's just interesting why you know there's very there's certain aspects of our life that we will you know we'll go to trainers and we'll we'll invest a lot of time in and i always say you know like think about your new year's resolutions you know it's usually never I'm going to work with a coach to help me with my relationships, find the right relationship, and then also maintain it and keep me in check and have someone that is a neutral third party that can help me not slip, you know, not to slide back into old patterns and just help me maintain this, like you said, your feminine energy. Because for a lot of us, for a long time, you know, it's either we've never really been in touch with it. But it's there and it's very natural for us as women. We just haven't been able to fully explore it. But to have someone who helps you, like a trainer, you know, like at the gym, I mean, you just, these are not things to be, um, feel ashamed of or also to discount the importance of. If you want your relationship to be as amazing as it can be, you need people guiding you through this. It's important. And it's nothing to feel weird about. To me, I think it makes perfect sense, actually. It's just not something that I think we've been trained enough on or talk about enough. And it's not normalized enough. Like, hey, you need someone that helps you just take your temperature, make sure you're doing the right things that doing everything that you can and even things you maybe aren't thinking about 
to continue to just foster and help this wonderful relationship grow and bloom over time. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like someone that you can stay accountable to, someone that can cheer you up, can be your best cheerleader, someone that can be that person that you know you can't get that support from your family or friends because they're all going to be biased. They're biased. (laughs) And and you're not going to get the best results from that because you can't ask your single girlfriend to give you advice on dating when she's still herself single. <laughs> she's well, not yes, and has just a blind lady in the blind, right? And that, but also, it's that neutral third party. You know, yes. your friends, yes. they're biased towards you. Yes, and you don't need a biased point of view. You have your own biased point of view. You need a neutral third party that you trust and that will tell you the truth and that's going to help you navigate these things and just keep you on the right path because. Again, I find, you know, that because nobody really teaches this stuff, you know, like how to be a good partner to your partner. Like nobody's really focusing on that. And we're not valuing, investing a lot of time in that. But really, it's the one thing. This is the one key, most important relationship you're going to have. And you should be putting time, effort and energy into it. And if you're not, then why not? Yes, there's been studies as well as to, you know, the the source of your happiness or like what makes you happy. Relationships are a big one. They always mention that if you have a good relationship, you're going to be much happier. And if you're in a crappy relationship, you're going to be much happier. So it's, you know, you, you really have to put that value in the things that will make a huge difference in your life. And I find that relationships for me are key and they are so valued and I did my I invested in all of this myself because I believed in it and I knew that I would you know get what I needed from it by being very intentional and going all in and being I am 100% in and I'm going to do what I need to do and being coachable and getting the help and the support that I needed from my coaches and it has done wonders for me. And I, I can say I am very, very happy in my marriage. And I couldn't even imagine what I have now in my relationship back then, because it's just like, wow, the understanding, the love, the deep connection that I have with him. I would have never been able to do that back then because I just didn't know how. You didn't know, you didn't know. And now you do, you know, and you can see how, like you said, being, you know, it's that, I think it's really just being intentional on it and doing like, this is valuable to me. I'm going to put the time and the effort and the energy into it. And you get back. I find men are, men are the easy ones. If you ask me, I think what women, we're so complicated. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I really, we can I, be. I, mean, I, feel, I feel like men are very straightforward. It's like, I feel like once you figure yourself out, And then you're leading with that feminine. They're just biologically designed to pick up on that. But women, we're so in our head and we're going to second guess. And and they just, men are simple creatures. Bless their hearts for that. Like, that's what's so wonderful about them. Really. I mean, like, so if we can kind of get our shit together, dealing with them is the easy part. Absolutely. And And a good man, what he wants is just to make you happy. That's it. That's his big goal in life. Oh my gosh, they so do. That is the one thing that I have, you know, through my, I don't know if you've listened to my podcast or anything, you know, it's, it's quite crazy, but you know, the one thing I, after seven and a half years, my biggest takeaway and my biggest blessing from all of this is 
a deeper understanding and appreciation for men. And I just really, really love them so much. I mean, of everything they do and, and really like they will bend and acquiesce very far for us. I mean, you know, they, then when I say they're the easy ones, they really, really are. They're going to try their best to go with our flow and we can make it easy or we can make it hard. But when we make it easy, we just get so much in return from them. It's phenomenal. So yes, I'm, I'm all about this. So if someone's listening right now and you know, there may be where you are when you first were just like, I don't know. I know I need you. They know they need to go a different direction, but they just don't know how or what to do. They know, they know something's off. They know this isn't, they're not happy. They're not, you know, that something's wrong. They're not doing something right. What advice would you give to someone who's struggling to find love and also who kind of could be feeling unworthy of it at that point? Yeah, I think the, the one of the biggest advice that I would give that person is to know that it's not your fault. You know, it's not your fault, my love. And the one thing that I always like, one piece of advice that was given to me that I still have is like, forgive yourself for even thinking that it's your fault. And so that gives you so that's pouring love into yourself. Start pouring love into yourself that way and change the narrative of, you know, I'm a victim to I am the hero of my life. How can I make these changes for myself? Right. And that is the first step is changing the narrative and seeing the men as wonderful creatures as well, right? That they're there to really help you out. They're stepping stones. Even if the men that you're meeting right now are not that incredible, they're stepping stones and you can use them in that way and, you know, have better relationships as, as you go along and, that's the first thing to do is just change the narrative, change the narrative and pour so much love into you. And you will see that as you do that, you of course will start seeing the changes in you. And there's so many tools out there. I mean, I also have my feminine energy guide where you can have this, you know, I have a step-by-step kind of process if you're just dating on how to lean back and how to embrace your feminine energy uh, with a man. Yeah. And honestly, that's really what you know, drew me to you was, uh, you know, and to have you on the show is because I'm such a proponent of the feminine energy and women just really like embracing that and also understanding how powerful it is. Because I think there's a misconception about it, that it's the weaker position. And again, as I've come to realize, it's just, it's just the opposite side of the same coin. You know, you have the masculine and feminine dynamic and they, they feed on each other. They're meant for each other. They're designed for each other. And once you can get in sync with that, you understand how powerful it is and how powerful you are, you know, when you really can embrace that and bring that to your relationships, all of a sudden doors are opening, you're getting what you want. It's not a weaker, you know, I feel like there's just this misconception, you know, and I think again, the, the feminist movement is great, but I think it's kind of, you know, the, the pendulum swung a little far. Yes, a bit too far for for a lot of us because now we're realizing the side effects, let's call it, of what what happened. Right? It did a lot of wonderful things, and I'm so so grateful for the doors that were open for all the things that were, you know. But yes, there is an extreme to it where now we are putting our men down, we are being the you know aggressive, and we're we're 
trying to voice our opinion in a way that is not even natural to us. We're no, trying to right. suit up and we're trying to be a man when we are clearly not and don't want to be. Because it doesn't feel good. It does not feel good to be a man. <laughs> we're women, so we want to be women. We want to embrace that. And it's powerful. I mean, feminine energy is very, very powerful. Oh. It so, is very powerful. So don't don't be naive in thinking that it is not because this is just a story that's been told out there in the world. But in reality, as you experience it, as you embody it, you start seeing that, wow, like I've been able to do so much more in my feminine energy with my in my relationship than I could have done in my masculine. There was no way. There's no way. Yes, I agree with you. So what what's the most rewarding part of your work and the impact that it's had on others? Oh, I I love just hearing from women, like, you know, sharing how they feel, you know, the improvements that they see in themselves. I've had women who come to me and they're like, you know, CEOs or they're like, you know, managers. And so they're taking care of a team and the changes that are happening in their lives, not just in their relationships is really rewarding because everything starts changing. I even had a client and I believe it was her mother who was, uh, she was having, you know, conflicts with, and through using her feminine energy, she was able to have a better relationship with her as well. So those little stories that, you know, are, are so fulfilling to me being able to help my clients you know, have this, this new way of being and the chair in the top, of course, is having a beautiful man by herself. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, definitely. Well, okay. So tell everybody where they can find you and get more information about what you offer. Yeah. So you can find me on my website. You can find more information on my website. It's liliantoscano.com or you can find me on all social media at liliantoscano. So it's really easy. <laughs> and I believe you'll have the notes there, the links. But yes, yeah, so just liliantoscano.com would be one of the best places to go. So you can get your feminine energy guide for free. And, you know, you start using the tools and the exercises that are there for you and they're available. And there's so much more content that I put up on my social media everywhere. So you can just go and binge on it. Yes. You got your social media. You have a blog, uh, you have your free, the, the ebook, and then you also offer some courses too, which I, which I thought were all very reasonably priced. And then you can also, uh, you can, they, someone can work with you too, as well. One-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. One-on-one. -on -one, yes. Yeah. So there's lots guys, you got to really go check this out. Ladies, I just highly encourage this. I mean, I've been preaching this stuff for, you know, as quite as long as I've been doing this almost. And I don't, you know, I don't I don't have courses, but Lillian's got great stuff. You guys, please do do go check her out. Follow her on her socials. And, you know, let's let's like bring back the feminine women and be happy in our lives and in our relationships. Because I really feel like that's the natural homeostatic basis for women. When we mess with that and try to change it, we're just not happy. You know, at the end of the day, we're just not happy. So, all right, guys, we got a great, we have a great resource in Lillian. Please take advantage of it. Thank you guys so, so much for listening and joining us on the Saturday call. You guys know what I love for you to do. It's my favorite thing. Go to my website, leave me a voicemail. You have five minutes. Let it rip. I get back to each and every one of you personally at go to the curiouscoldiaries.com. Click on the pink tab on the right hand side. And I can't wait to hear from each and every one of you. All right, everyone, stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Love you guys. Bye.
Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com, and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.